Yeah, 28 minutes to five. It's one of our favourite times of the week. It is a Friday at 4.30. Rediscover the road in the all-new Toyota Kluger seven-seat hybrid at Jarvis Toyota. South Road, Clavelli Park. It brings us the skip, Mark Bickley. The skip, Mark Bickley. And Bickley kicks another goal for the Crows. Centering kick by Mark Bickley. Bickley, and the kick by Bickley back to the square. No problem. 50 minutes from goal, and Bickley may have kicked the goal. Zippity-doo-da, zippity Welcome, Mark Bickley. How are you, mate? Going that well. intro. Thank yeah, you very much, Quite Tim. nice, mate. Now, um, we are talking a little bit off air, and I said, hold your gunpowder, mate. Hold your gunpowder. <laughs> First of all, Adelaide. They're playing in Adelaide, which yes, is a great bonus. It is. The selection. What's your thoughts? Why people come in? Why are people going out? Mm. And then we'll touch on the debutant. Yeah, it's interesting with the selections, because I, look, I don't think anyone was surprised that McAdam went out. A uh, little bit surprised with Fogarty. Um Look, hasn't been doing enough. Obviously, didn't touch the ball after quarter time last week, but has has been consistently hitting the scoreboard. He's been getting a couple of goals each week, but I think they've uh, they've just had to reward Billy Frampton for his form. He's been in really good form, and they, I guess they want to have another look at him at the level. And there's also a couple of other reasons we'll get to later on. But what it does mean, though, which I find interesting, is the forward line now looks really tall. You've got Frampton and Philthorpe, who are both over 200 centimetres, and Taylor Walker, who's 194. But they're all marking forwards, and they not many of them or none of them really put a lot of great pressure on. I was going to say, when you talk about speed and pressure and getting to Mm. uh, those defenders to stop them running, that could be an issue. And when we look at the forecast tomorrow, 13 and rain, where you've got two guys 200 centimetres. Now, I know they don't all play on the ground together for for a long time. But then the other thing which is interesting, I find, so so Pedler will come into the side, which is great. Can't wait to see how Luke Pedler goes. He was the Crows... First round draft pick last year, he was ended up being pick number eleven. He's, I think, primarily he's going to be a great midfielder, but I think he'll probably spend most of his time in the forward line tomorrow. And that's one of the things I'm a little bit concerned about as well. You're now going to have Pedler, Berry, and Schonberg as small forwards, along with Rowe and, and a bit of McHenry as well. So Pedler, Berry, Schonberg, none of those guys are forwards really. They're all applied their craft. They've been midfielders for the last 15 years, ever since they picked up a footy. And I know you, you can't go straight into the midfield, but it, and I think you can carry one or two, but I don't know if you can have three guys who are, who are not crummers, who, who don't get to the, you know, like don't read the ball off hands like others. And, you know, Berry's kicked five goals in 12 matches. Schomburg's kicked nine goals in 22 matches. Obviously, Pedler hasn't kicked a goal. McHenry's kicked seven goals in 21 matches. And James Rose averaging one goal a game. He's got 14 goals in 14 matches. So you don't really have that those really dangerous type Toby Greens, Eddie Betts, yeah. that, that style of player. And so it's really going to have to be the tools that kick the most of the goals. And I just don't know if the conditions are going to suit that. How would you set up? Better then. What 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 do you think is the best that Adelaide could do with their front six? Look, in the perfect world, you need that hybrid forward, which McAdam is. He takes a high mark. He's got speed to put pressure on, and he can kick a really good goal. And if you've got some of those players, along with some really dangerous forwards, smaller guys, I think that's the model. And maybe two. They started the year with Frampton and Walker against Geelong, and that looked quite good. And that was James Raleigh's Raleigh's first choice. And they've since gone away from that. And one of the reasons I think is when Riley Philthorpe has come in, and last week he got, got a little bit touched up by Liam Jones last week, I think they're really hesitant to just have Riley Philthorpe down there, particularly this week with Harris Andrews, who's a 200-centimetre All-Australian defender. 
So I, I feel like they wanted to reward Frampton, so they bring Frampton in and have Frampton and Thilthorpe, and then at least they can take some pressure off at different stages if Harris Andrews is intercept marking or is having the better of Thilthorpe. They force um, Brisbane to try something different and maybe you can get Frampton on to Harris Andrews. I think Marcus Adams will probably play on Taylor Walker and, and that might give Thilthorpe a bit of an easier matchup so that he can sort of ease his way into the match. They beat Geelong in round one when mm. nobody saw that coming whatsoever. Then there was a bit of uh, a bit of vibe around the Melbourne game that perhaps they could do it again. Mm. They stunned everybody and did do it again in a really hard-fought battle. What did they do in those two games? that got them victories against quality opposition. What did they do? Well, their, their wins have all been predicated by absolute manic pressure. And that game against Geelong, it started and people, you could, you could feel the buzz around the crowd at quarter time. I think they got a standing ovation at quarter time. It was two goals apiece. <laughs> it yeah. was about even. But it was about the endeavour. But it was about the in- intensity, the endeavour mm. and the, the way they were attacking Geelong. And the longer that game went, you could just see them feed off the energy of the crowd. And, and Melbourne was similar. I thought Melbourne was a much more tactical, structured approach. They made sure they didn't bomb it long and kick it to Lever and May and those guys. So they had a lot of run and, and handball receives in that game. So so that was a far better tactical approach. Yeah, but I think tomorrow's is going to, it just gets back to, if it is wet and woolly and the ball's on the deck, it's really about who wants it most. Who's going to be a bit dirty. Yeah. Would uh, Brisbane have a similar problem to the one you're talking about, perhaps with the, the tolls of Hipwood, Danaher, McStay? Mm. Could, could they have a similar problem? Yeah, look, I just feel like they're a little bit, better quality, um, particularly Hipwood and Danaher, probably sort of a little bit in front of where Thilthorpe and Frampton are right now, uh, and, and probably have a few uh, more options on the ground. You know, I love, obviously, we love Charlie Cameron. He, he, that, the conditions suit him. They've got um, Lincoln McCarthy, who's a bit of a goal sneak as well. He's got sticky fingers. So that, I just feel like they have a, uh, a bit more well-rounded forward line as opposed to what Adelaide has. But it, I think that Adelaide recognised that as well, that that could have been a danger. And that's why I think Nick Murray's come into defence to uh, replace Hamill. He's got a bit more size and it's just a bit of a chop out for Jordan Butts. So was Will Hamill just a victim of the, the matchups or was his form not up to... Uh, you know, to be dropped. Or... Yeah, look, I think it's it's a combination of both, isn't it? When you look at matchups and how we're gonna how we're gonna structure up against these guys, and and what we've seen is that a couple of times Tom Duday has been exposed a little bit when he's had to play a key position role. I think they really want him as the intercept uh, third tall. So so they need to bring a, a bigger defender, and then it's okay. Well, who's their most vulnerable? Who, who's the one that's in you know the least uh, or, or you know not great form and probably uh, unfortunately for Will Hamill he's probably oh, look I think he's got a huge future he's got yes. speed he kicks it beautifully so you know there'll always be a few ups and downs at the start and, and a little bit like Andrew McPherson he's sort of been forced out of the side after having a really good uh, initial year or, or, or solid year last year so there'll be some ebbs and flows and he'll come back in but at the moment it just looks like Murray's just a little bit more suited he's like I said 193 centimetres got a bit more size about him and can match up on some of those big players because both Hipwood and Danaher are over 200 centimetres mm. as well. Now, Luke Pedler, he, uh, he's making his debut. We're excited about that. But the uh, did you hear the debut story? How they set him <laughs> up with the phone. And Aren't they, they getting more and more intricate oh, now? It's, I like, love uh, it. it's it, like they're going to hire a producer to stage manage these things it, for the social media like accounts. candid camera, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. How but, can we do it better? But he brilliantly uh, got his mum end up telling him he's playing, mm. which is fantastic. But I just wanted to go back. Uh, when you made your debut, for the Adelaide Crows. Mm. How did you find out? Well, I bet you it wasn't like that. No, it was far less <laughs> Your mum didn't ring you. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Curley came and Ooh, saw me knuckles. early in the week and um, 
he said, because I, I was one of the a handful of Crows players in 1991 that didn't get a contract, so I was just out there for the So life. you're on the, it was 52 to begin with, wasn't it? Yeah, list? 52 on the list yeah. and 46 got contracts and right. six other blokes missed out. That was me. They spent their money on all the good players and then the others got left. Uh, so Neil came up to me and said, uh, you're playing this week. That was it. Just like, boom. And he said, now we need to get you to sign a contract. Otherwise you can't play. We need to lodge that by tomorrow. And so I said, come over to my office. Um, I think it was before training or after training. So I went over there, had the contract. He just pushed it in front of me with a pen and said, here, sign this. And, I, you know, in my head, I'm, you know, hearing that thing where you say, you know, don't sign the contract. Eyes remorse. <laughs> and I said to Neil, uh, you know, I, I've always been told never just to sign something. You should read it, you know, and players have managers and should I – should I get a manager to actually read through it before I sign it? He says, I don't care who you get to read through it. <laughs> if you don't sign it, you're not playing. <laughs> so, oh, well, there you go. I just signed it and that was it. So, oh, uh, mate, at least you didn't get taken into the freezer. A couple of blokes had to meet him in a freezer and they oh. had to go to the back of the freezer. He had a big uh, proper freezer coat on, all the rest of it, had the contract in front of him. Of course, they had a T-shirt on. It was summer. <laughs> and he said, sign it. And they're going, well, 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 well but then I just don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, going to be a bit a of Rocky tactic. Balboa. Yeah, yeah, yeah bang, punch him in the meat. But what a great story, I reckon. Fantastic. Well, now, well, once again, he said, it's not going to change, so it's up to you. You, you just sign it, you play do it. or you miss out. And it was the old one year, I bet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, one the year. old one year, a classic. <laughs> hey, um... Port Adelaide playing Hawthorne. It's a massive game. Sean Burgoyne. Now, 400 mm. games uh, he played against you. Uh, it's it's an amazing story. Have you got any sort of vivid memories of him playing and, and having an impact? Yeah, look, the one that sort of stands out for me, uh, and I'm sure a multitude of power fans, is that sort of goal-saving, which turned out to be game-saving oh, yeah. uh, tackle on Brent Guerra at Correct. St Kilda in the prelim final, which turned mm. out to be premiership winning oh. in the end. If you can't, you can't win the flag if you're not in the grand Correct. final. And he was instrumental in doing that. But it just, it like, he's such a marvel. Like, I'm coming up to being retired 18 years and I played a couple of seasons against him, Mate, you know, yeah. which shows yeah. the, the, the longevity of him. And there was that great photo that's been doing the rounds today with Brent Harvey and Michael Tuck. Um, mm. Who else is in there? Um, Fletcher. Dustin Fletcher and yeah. Kevin Bartlett, like yeah. literally a handful of people have been able to get there and uh, so deserving, played the game in the right spirit, in the right manner, and, yeah, congratulations. Uh, brilliant stuff. Outstanding. Mark Bickley's here, all thanks to Jarvis Toyota. We are going to give you a chance to win a $100 Adelaide Tools voucher now. If you know any of your Crows trivia, 8223 is the number, all thanks to Adelaide Tools.